Welcome to Front Porch Confessional, your weekly Devo podcast. My name is Jeff Goki, and I am so happy that you have tuned in today. Welcome to episode 306, and welcome back. Welcome back to my front porch here in Arizona. It's a beautiful night out tonight. I really love being out here, the stars. I was out sitting out this morning or yesterday. And uh, it was Sunday because I was I was I taught on Sunday at our church, and um, I was sitting out here like probably five thirty in the morning, and I could not believe how clear the star. I mean, I had not seen that many stars in a while, but the stars were just like super super bright. One of my favorite stars is Sirius. It's it's kind of well. I, I mean, I, how would I show you where that is? But it's like right in front of me. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, just to the south of me, like right in front of me, and it's really bright. And yeah, it was just like, like really amazing. And I just sat out here looking at the stars, going like, "Wow, this is great." But you know, it's just calm and quiet. You know, at that time in the morning, there's not a lot of commotion going on, so it's kind of nice. I, I realize, you know, when I sit out here in the morning and then I go throughout my day, how how chaotic my day actually is, in comparison to how calm it is in the morning. Um, and so I'm trying to figure out, like I've said before, I'm trying to figure out how to pull this morning and what I'm experiencing, kind of that peace and that quiet through the rest of my day. I'm not having much success. Maybe some of you are really good at that. I'm not having much success at it. Although I will say that I do think it's making a greater impact than I probably know. Uh, but usually, I mean, it's like, oh, it's so calm in the morning. And then I get going at work and it's like jamming, going so fast. But I love the work I get to do, though. I mean, I get to do a lot of really cool things. I mean, the team and I today got organized and uh, met with some people. And I, I just, I was, I, I got home this, uh, tonight and I just was kind of walking through the front door going, I just love that I get to do what I get to do. Like I genuinely every day get to help people. And it's just so cool. And they're people that nobody knows about. They have these huge hearts. They're, you know, nobody knows their pains and their hurts, but they're trusting me with that. Like it's a, it's a pretty special thing. So super, super cool. I hope you are doing great wherever you are. I hope that you're digging life um, like I am. I, I, I realize, like, man, coming off of a couple really difficult weeks, we had a really cool week last week. So I'm so excited to announce that last Friday, my son Ben, my oldest son, got engaged. How cool is that? So it was like, yeah, you know, a couple of weeks ago, I was just like really having a tough time, a really tough week or a couple, couple weeks, and. And then, man, now, like, last week felt like a dream. I mean, it was so cool. We He got engaged. We all celebrated together uh, at a restaurant afterwards. And, you know, I think Patty and I came home that night going like, wow. It just felt like, you ever had those moments in your life like everything's about to change? You know, it kind of had that feel to it. But, like, we're super excited. We love Maisie. We're so grateful that, that God has given Ben uh, to Maisie and Maisie to Ben. And so really, really excited for this next step, uh, step for them. So super excited. It, last week was a really, really cool, busy, but really, really cool week. Um, thank you all for 
listening and, and joining in. I really do appreciate it. Uh, so many of you from a bunch of different places uh, reach out and let me know that you're listening. So I love that. Thank you so much. Thanks for checking out the website, frontporchconfessional.com. Some of you have actually uh, made some gifts and donations through there. So thank you so much. Huge support. Um, really, really am grateful for those of you who continue to, to support in that way. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much. All right. Our passage. I'm really excited to go through this passage today. You know, I, I, I I enjoy all the passages because they all hit me or I'm all, they're stretching me and helping me grow and work through things. But this one just, man, I'm super excited. So uh, 2 Corinthians 4, 17, and it says this, for our light and momentary troubles are achieving for us an eternal glory that far outweighs them all. I'll read it again, 2 Corinthians 4, 17. For our light and momentary troubles are achieving for us an eternal glory that far all outweighs them all. A couple weeks ago, the, the team and I, the Phoenix One team and I, uh, got invited to go to a trauma training. A, a church had a guy come out from, I think it's Hope, Hope College in Fullerton, California. Anyways, they had him out and he did this presentation on trauma and trauma and ministry. And I was sitting there going like, wow, this is so good. And then he recommended this book. And uh, so uh, I got the book, started reading it. And one of the things it suggested was like, hey, listen, uh, all of us have been through some form of trauma. Um, and um, part of it was like, you know, recognizing those things. So I thought, you know what, uh, going through that training and then, and then reading the book, I thought, you know, I'm just going to start journaling out some of the things I've been through. And it was extensive. I mean, it goes all the back, all the way back when I was a kid. And I just started working them through. It's like I've had a journey through trauma. And so I just had a little bit and uh, a little bit of a moment to just reflect on those hard times. And, uh, but then I, I like had this really cool epiphany last week of like all of that stuff was hard. And I would never want to do any of it again. Cancer and divorce and just family stuff and like so much, right? Adoption, adoption was hard, you know, like so much and so hard. And, you know, but then I meet with people every week who are going through really difficult things and I can relate with them. And it was like this moment where this passage kind of came alive. I think that's why I'm so excited about it because it, it gave me so much purpose. It helped me understand like, look, not I, I don't think in this passage, I know in this passage, Paul is not trying to uh, devaluate the pain that these people, the Corinthians are going through. He's not saying like, listen, buck it up. Like, come on, cut it out. Like, it's not that big a deal. You know, it's just kind of light. It's not It's not nothing. He's trying to show us some comparatives. This is kind of comparative language. And he's kind of going like, look, what you're going through is very difficult. But in light of eternity, in the, in kind of the that whole reality, like it, it feels kind of light and momentary. Like it's almost like the pain is hard, but it, it's not everything. And I think that's the thing about pain that's so hard for so many people is pain is right now. It's right now and it's in your face. Look, and I know, I know personally some of you listening to this podcast and what you're going through and, and your pain is right now. It's in your face. It's confrontational. It's overwhelming. It's such a struggle. 
it's it's so discouraging and you're like what am i supposed to do right how am i so and it's so heavy in the right now and i think what paul is trying to do to this church that's really suffering and working through things being persecuted is going like look just keep it in perspective keep your pain and your suffering and your hurt and your trauma in perspective and I think that's such a helpful thing. And I think where the church has done a great disservice is they've just kind of told people like, look, life's hard, stuff's going to be hard, but don't worry. It all works out in the end. I don't think that's what Paul's doing here. I don't think that's what he's saying. In fact, I think what he's saying is like, look, check it out. Like even these things that you're going through, they have a purpose behind them. There is purpose in your pain, in your struggle. And that, that, again, that doesn't make the pain better. It doesn't even, I think, you know, also I think Christians go like, look, what Satan intends for evil, God makes good. I believe that. I believe when it says we are more than conquerors. I believe that. I believe when it says that that even though we walk through the valley of the shadow of death, we will fear no evil. Like, I, I, be, I believe that. I believe that he's working all things together for good to those who love him. I believe that, Right? But that doesn't make the pain less. <laughs> it doesn't make it less painful. It doesn't make it less confusing. It doesn't make it less hard. And I think what Paul is trying to do is like, look, but if you make pain and suffering your only focus, you miss out on a greater reality to be a part of what God is doing. And, I, and so that's why I'm like, look, they're achieving. There's an achieving attached to it. So that it's not just useless. It's not just random, even though I know for a lot of you, it must feel that way. And I am really, truly, genuinely sorry for the hurt and the pain that you're going. But what I believe Paul is saying is like, don't lose sight of what's really going on. There's something deeper than just this momentary thing that you're going through. And and for some of you, like it doesn't feel momentary. It feels like it's been going on for a long time. But he's like, as you look at the span of space of eternity, like put it in perspective. Like, and it's achieving for us an eternal weight, an eternal, sorry, an eternal glory that far outweighs them all. This is about what are we going to focus on? Uh, I've been using this term and I think it's helpful, but what you focus in on, you'll follow. What you focus on, you will follow. And I know what it is to focus in on pain. And have that be my whole world in the anxiety that comes from it and the fear that comes from it from it, and the anger. Oh, man, the anger. This is wrong. Why is this happening to me? Like, and I'll imagine Paul is writing this to a church that is very much experienced those real life things. You're not alone in your suffering. You're not alone in your hurt and your dismay and your confusion, Right. Paul's going like, yeah, they're, they're struggling too. Paul's like, I'm struggling too. But we need to put it in perspective. We need to be careful about what we're focusing in on. Because what I find with people who are so focused in on their pain is they become selfish, selfish sufferers. They become people that their pain defines them. It's who they say they are. And what Paul is saying is like, look, but... There is a world out there that is asking for Christians to suffer well. And I know for those of you going through really difficult things, that's the last thing you want to hear. <laughs> like, I just want it to go away. And I get it. And that's real. 
But what if I was able to reframe and go, actually, there's a whole world out there watching. What will Christians do when it gets hard? Oh, because it's easy to praise God when all's going well, isn't it? Oh, we praise his name. How are you doing? Oh, I'm just blessed. Just hashtag blessed. Just blessedy blessed blessed. Right? And the world goes, yeah, it's easy when you feel blessed. Well, what's going on? What happens when it's not so blessed? What's happening? Okay, now here is a kingdom term, and it's just going to, it's not easy. When there's a blessing through suffering. And biblically, we believe that to be true. That there's actually blessing in suffering. Suffering is, or, or, or blessedness is not just about all the good stuff. A blessed life is a life that's able to live in the tension of both good and bad with their focus in on Christ. And that's why Paul says, see, it's so much bigger. It's so bi- so much bigger than this pain you're going through or this, the, this discouragement you're going through. Like, And he's not, again, I don't think he's trying to water it down or say, just get over it or suck it up, buttercup. No, no, no. He's going like, keep it in perspective. And also realize there is a world that is watching Christians and watching the way they're suffering and saying, how will you do it when stuff's hard? So you'll bless his name and receive all of that. But the moment something hard goes on, you curse him. Like, it's kind of like they go like, what's up with that? Like, and look, we're human. And I don't think God's offended. I know God's not offended by our humanity. He knows we're going to struggle. I mean, if you read the book of Job and study it, you'll be like, whoa, it's hard. Like you look at David, the life of David. The Psalms are just full of, of David protesting God. Like God is not like against that. But he's like, Paul's going like, you can't stay there though. It's not healthy for you. It's not helpful for you. Bring it into perspective and realize that something greater is going on. That even in your pain, that our pain has a purpose and it's growing something in us. When we're in pain, our faith has to rise. It has to. It has to grow. Because circumstantially, we're growing up in a world that says, listen, God's only good when it's good. And what these painful situations do is it awakens the faith in us and and it it says, no, I'm going to follow him in spite of the difficulty. I'm going to follow him in spite of the, even in the doubt, I'm going to follow him. That's where faith rises up and this is what Paul is trying to get. And there's a world that's looking for Christians to have a deep and rich faith in the good and in the bad. So the question is this, like, has your pain pulled you down? Or are you really using it for the glory of God? Man, Lord, this isn't easy. But I feel this so deeply inside of my heart. Thank you that you've been teaching me this. It's so hard. Thank you that you've been patient with me in my pursuit of trying to figure this out. Thank you for this passage. Paul knows suffering. This church knows suffering. And thank you that he puts it in perspective of what that you, you really, truly do work all things together for good to those who love you. So, take a breath, reflect, and believe that the God of the universe is nearer to you than your own heart. Until next time.